0: Hello, hello, hello and welcome to the Imaginary Movie Podcast, a podcast where we watch the best episode of a TV show and then talk about it. Hello, my name's Sam and I'm going to go paint on my (laughs) t-shirt.
1: And I'm Joe and
0: for the love of God, Sam, find a shirt, find a shirt, Sam. (laughs) Listen, we did not, we did not tell each other what the jokes were going to be, that that worked perfectly, that worked (laughs) amazingly, yes, that's great. Welcome to this podcast. Today we're talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and as the format of the show uh, show suggests, we are watching the best episode as rated by IMDb. Uh, And so today we are watching season ten, episode four, Charlie Charlie Work. Work. Charlie Work, yeah. So Always Sunny, a bit of a bit of an old uh, an old favourite of ours, I think, Joe.
1: Yeah, and I would say it's probably, I mean, would we call it like almost like a, it has a bit of a cult following almost? It's kind mm. of a, it's, it's one of those, isn't it, where it has, you know, it's it's never been like right at the front of popular TV shows, but I think it has that kind of like cult following from people um, who've yeah. watched it almost from the start. I mean, it's still going. It's been going for fucking ages now.
0: I know, um, I know. And this is this is what I'm because we, we, we started watching this. Um, I mean, it's Always Sunny is like, Old, it's like two thousand five, I think, isn't it? The first um,
1: something, something like that. Yeah, we
0: must, have, we must have started watching around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I think. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. really, I think, it did cement, you know, as like four idiots in in university. It really did cement itself as being one of those uh, very formative shows for us. But I'm always aghast. That a TV show in 2005 is still going. February 2006, it was apparently. 2006, excuse me, there you go. So it's It's a long time. It's yeah. It is. It's it's a long time. And now we're how many seasons in? Season
1: 15, I think they've just released. There's only eight episodes. Oh no, 18, sorry, I'm,
0: I'm completely wrong. 18, 18 episodes, that's amazing. Yeah, oh no,
1: maybe amazing. no, the, this, the, the 15th has just been released, but it must have been confirmed for another three seasons, because it looks as though there's going to be 18.
0: 18, so, I mean, it's it's mad, isn't it? And I think always, as I say, Always Sunny is a show we've been watching for a long time. It's a show that I think is, uh, you know, like, uh, there's, the, the for, for, for what were I trying to say? In 2005, the, these people... Um, you know, get a camera. I think the, the first episode is like one of the cheapest pilots ever made. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> There's but nothing. The, the, le- the, the low level of production. If these people started making this today, they would be a YouTube channel. Like mm-hmm. this this is quite a unique time, I think, where basically a TV show like this, which is just absolutely nothing going on. You know, the lowest <laughs> of low production values, barely acting really, you know, it's all... It's all very rough and ready, especially in the like first season. One one set, that's literally it. It's
1: like the bar and then they've got like, I think they maybe do some scenes in what is Charlie's flat. Yes. Maybe. It's that's it's,
0: it. in, it's incredibly it's incredibly low um, low budget. And, and and because it's 2005 and YouTube doesn't really exist yet, we're able, like, we're not even streaming video on the internet. is like a bit of a crazy prospect in that point. Mm-hmm. So we're able to actually, for, for it, this to go down this traditional network route, and I am amazed that this got further than, please leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please, Fox just says, nope, get out. Get all of you, get yeah. out now. Like, what are you it's, talking it, about? It, Fuck off. <laughs> it's a mad TV show. It's totally it is. It's, it's,
1: it's basically four friends being idiots initially, and then they bring in a fifth because um, Frank arrives a bit later on, isn't it? He? He's not in. The, I, is, I can't remember. Oh he, yeah, Danny he's DeVito's in, in this casually. Yeah, Fucking Danny DeVito, just... but I think he comes in. Is it like season two or something? He's not in. I'm sure he's not in the first few. Two or episodes. three. Yeah. 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 So.
0: Um, so. It's... So. We, we've. We are going by the best episode, um, as rated by the nerds on IMDb, and. This is not a an episode of Timber 4. It's also not a season that I have watched. Like, this is how far away I am from <laughs> Always Sunny. I think maybe season seven or eight, like, that's when I stopped. And uh, from there, I just haven't really... And it's not for any bad reasons. I really enjoyed this episode. I might go back and watch more. I might not. We'll see. <laughs> But but this was like this is this is a really fun episode, and I can totally understand why it's considered one of the best, if not the best. Mm-hmm.
1: It is it is a very fun fun episode. I think I have watched up to season thirteen, maybe. So I have seen this episode before, and I vaguely remembered it. Mm-hmm. It maybe wouldn't be my personal favorite. That doesn't mean it's not the best. It, it's just maybe not my personal favorite. There's other ones like the the Dayman episodes are pretty good. I like those. Um, and there's the the golden god episode with dennis where he's like prime dennis insanity although it's pretty he's pretty crazy in this to be fair yes because there's all that as well like there's a really weird like bit where he leaves and then comes back and then he's like i'm not going to be in the next season and then he's in like every single episode but not as much as he would be if he was still there it's all very weird yeah they started Um, to
0: get famous didn't they and they were like mm -hmm. i mean fucking charlie day has been in Big movies. Yeah. What's that one? The one with the, that one with Jennifer Aniston?
1: Ra- uh, is it Horrible Bosses or something stupid yes, it's like terrible uh, Where they like, it's absolutely they kill each trash. other's bosses or something stupid. But yeah.
0: Charlie Day is very good, and this episode is a real—it's a Charlie episode. It's a Charlie episode. It's a—it's a showcase of Charlie Day's acting, I think, and he's mm-hmm. always kind of been my favorite of the gang. Mm-hmm. You know, I—I—I yes. I, I think that. Um, the energy that he brings, the the, the, the frantic energy that he brings to, to this performance, I have always appreciated. And I think um, I think it's kind of a flip episode this because
1: Charlie's normally like not the outcast necessarily, but like out of a bunch of odd people, he's like the oddball. He's like the maverick. He's the maverick. He's the stupider one. You know, he's there like beating rats with sticks and things like that. You know, like doing stupid things and like sign in the corner, huffing glue and things, and everyone's like, What are you doing, Charlie? You're an idiot. And then in yeah. this episode, like, he's almost like the sensible one trying to organize the gang, and it's like just a completely kind of weird one because he's not normally that character, he's normally the stupid one doing stupid things with Frank,
0: and that's and that is, is and that's kind of like it's kind of a good thing. The, the um, yeah, so the premise of this episode then is that they are getting inspected by the health inspectors and this is a big thing for Charlie and he's kind of like planned for this and he's re- and then all of a sudden of course he gets to the bar and the gang are have some <sighs> harebrained scheme now i think this is a very flanderized episode and that means the characters are kind of like turn up to 11 because if they become almost like caricatures of the characters themselves mm-hmm. so this is a this is a quite a self-aware episode as well i think of like oh, the gang's doing something zany and there's going to be consequences and how are we going to get out of it? And so the, what, what are they doing? They've got chickens, they've got steaks. They've got, they've,
1: they've got chickens and then the um, they have, like, a vacuum sealing machine thing, vacuum packing machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, Charlie comes in and he's like, what's going on? And I think Dennis is writing a sign about Carmine's steakhouse or something like that. It's, like, a really cheap white sign. Um, and um dennis is there like oh we've got we're doing a thing we're doing a a bit like don't pretend you know the plan because you don't know the plan that would make me really angry sort of a thing and and charlie's there like we've got the health inspector coming like you need to get rid of these chickens get rid of them and frank sat there with no shoes on yes um and he's like where are your shoes i think they're in the toilet Go, (laughs) go get your shoes frank and um d is what, like he asks d to get rid of a joke still which is like basically still with a nail pointing upwards so someone sits <laughs> on it um, and she's refusing to get rid of it and he's like get rid of it so she does take it in the end
0: um, and what are they doing because they're kind of like the, the, the plan I think is they've ordered up they've it's so complicated and, and I love the scene later on when when Charlie figures with, it all out with just the basic like um yeah. idea of the basic elements of the plan manages to reverse you know uh, and, and figure out what's going on so they they've got it's, they used airpoint they used air miles, air miles to buy steaks and now they're going to get the steaks and they're going to get the chickens to kind of soil the steaks and make them you know contaminate them seal them back up and, and then send them back send for them refund back. cash refund yeah cash refund so they get the they get the point I mean, you know, it's a classic it's a classic always sunny type of plot, isn't it? But usually it? it would be Charlie who's leading on this and so he gets to do something different.
1: Yeah, he's the one that's like telling them they're all insane. But like Charlie work has always been something that's mentioned throughout the series. Yes. Like he gets like he cleans the toilets. He like he kills, kills the, all rats of the rats. With, with, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's all that's all Charlie work. Charlie work. Um, it, yeah. It's Charlie work. That's what he does. Um and, and so, so this is like you seeing this and like it, he actually takes a lot of pride in this um Um, he takes a lot of pride in the fact that they um, like passing these health inspections so like when he comes in and he finds these chickens and stuff he's like I've never failed a health inspection and I'm not going to start now Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so basically get your shit together and help me sort of a thing Um, Yeah, and it just starts like this mad cap of like events and things um, so he gets them to like put the chickens in the back, and he gets D to hide this joke stool. And Frank, he, take, he takes Frank into the toilet, and it turns out that like Frank's flushed his shoes down the toilet, which has blocked them because, because of anxiety. He gets, he gets <laughs> ang- anxious. He likes flushing things. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so, like, mainly items of clothing. Yeah. So like Charlie's like, God damn it! Like get yourself some shoes. So he proceeds to go and like paint his feet black for shoes.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: And then, like, he has an argument with Dennis over not hanging the sign because they're not a steakhouse and they can't claim to be a restaurant because they don't have a license for it. And, and Dennis is like, "No, we're hanging the sign. We need the sign. The scene's part of the bit. We need it. We need it." And, and Charlie's like, "We're not putting the sign up. We can't have the sign up because we will fail the inspection." No. And no then he's, it turns out he's like blocked all of the vents in the cellars because like he needs to kill off all of the rats. So to do that, he's blocked all of the vents to build up carbon monoxide. So he has to like trick the carbon monoxide sensor, and it's yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't forget the just, glory hole. Don't forget the glory oh, hole, there's hole. The glory been, hole, which he covers with, been, a, with the picture. Yeah, that was that was hidden and has mm-hmm. now been revealed, uh, which obviously would uh, the, the the health inspector wouldn't appreciate that. Um, and and
1: then it turns out that they've ordered four thousand steaks instead of four hundred <laughs> because of and I quote these fat fingers. Um, it is. It is. And the, tr- the truck driver wants to have a, a
0: steak before he turns around, and it's just it, madcap. It is absolutely ridiculous, and I think it's why Always Sunny has always worked for me. Like mm-hmm. you know, thinking back to some of the the mad episode, like the the mob one in maybe season three or where mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. You know, when 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 Max like trying to ingratiate himself with with these mm-hmm. mobsters, and and it and it's it's a A lot of the episodes are like classic farces, you know, where things Mm -hmm. just go wrong and wrong and wrong and it builds and builds and builds. But on top of that is this, like, dark humour. It's very surreal. Like, the surrealism Mm -hmm. in this show, I love. It's absurd, some of the things that happen. And this is a great example of absurdity. These people just think this is normal. They just think doing these type of scams and these kind of grifts is a normal thing to do. And that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of fine, you know.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like poking fun at like some of the issues as well because there's like episodes where they argue over gun laws and things so normally what happens in an episode they'll be talking at the start and then they'll come up on a topic and two or three of them will be like oh I'm dead set against that and two or three of them will be like oh I'm for that so like there's an episode where I think it's Dean Dennis decide that like guns are too easy to buy so they go and try and buy guns um, and like just fail miserably and then like Frank and Charlie are like oh guns are terrible we, should, we need to like prove guns are awful how do we go about doing that? And it's like, so they're like making loads of jokes about the gun laws in the US and things, and yeah. poking fun at that. And then there's one similar ones about all like it's about all sorts. To be honest, they do kind of various different ones.
0: Well, we get there's a Charlie has cancer. Um, yes. Gun fever is the one that you. The, then there's the uh, underage drinking. Stuff. I'm pretty
1: sure there's one that's this titled like the gang solves the immigrant crisis or something like that. I'm fairly certain there's an episode on that. Yeah, something yeah, dumpster on the migrant the baby. crisis.
0: Remember Dumpster Baby. Yeah. Uh there's the, the, yeah, the one with one. the one with the one with
1: cancer is where Charlie pretends to have cancer to try and get the waitress to go out with him.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean that's that's a good it's good 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 wholesome family fun right yeah. there.
1: <laughs> and there's always like the underlying like homophobia with Mac and stuff as well, like hinting at the fact he is um homosexual but not actually, you know. Coming out with it and then like yeah of homophobic kind of comments and things and
0: he's, he's yeah. kind of and I and I do wonder we always do this don't we we go back to our early twenties and go oh god mm. we watched that and thought that was funny and yeah. I think there's you know if we went back and watched season one of Always Sunday, we might kind of go oh no kind of
1: like watching Family Guy now like yeah. yeah
0: you can't make that joke and that's the natural progression of time you know i think yeah. as as because like um you know controversial comedy it's there to push the boundaries of what's socially acceptable and that's not to say that laughing at you know objectionable things is funny or ever has been funny but more that the, the you kind of like you're riding the edge of of what's acceptable because that's kind of like taboo and that's pushing the boundary of what what mm-hmm. is taboo what's considered funny and what's not and so Comedy's is always going to do that. I think Always Sunny probably, for the most part, sits on the right side of that line. It's always kind of like laughing at the these idiots. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think America Dad is, you know, laughing at immigrants. It's laughing mm-hmm. at um, gay people. It's kind of like and, and and a Family Guy as well. Whereas I, from what I remember and my kind of general impression, Always Sunny's. It's it's these idiots trying to do stupid things and boy yes. are they stupid. They
1: are they are the idiots in this circumstance.
0: Yes. yes. And so all of the all of the lunacy, all the horrible views are kind of like part of their character. I mean, um Glenn Houghton's character who I've completely forgotten his name, Dennis. Dennis he he is he is a I mean, he's literally a serial killer and it's mm-hmm. impossible rapist at yeah. one point, like it's getting very... yeah, there's the bit where they like find he has like cable ties and
1: stuff in the back of his car and
0: Yes. Yes. And I'd, and I think generally we are we're 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 aimed that that's aimed towards the horribleness of this character. who thinks see you know a total narcissist, a total mm-hmm. psychopath. He, um, he gradually necessarily...
1: gets more and more insane as the series goes on. Yeah. And he's pretty insane in this episode. Like he's the one behind the bar, but like by the end he's like proper sweating and stuff like that and just looks completely insane. Because he's trying to be normal. Is that yeah. is that is that the joke I think, yeah, that's, yeah. I think so. It's like he's trying to hide the crazy and like they end up hiding the chickens in the vent and they have to hide the trucker's lorry down the side of an alley so that the health inspector doesn't see it and Frank flushes his shirt down the toilet and then has to paint his chest black. Biggest like, laughing
0: joke for me when he came in with a roller. Just you know what? Oh, a naked Danny DeVito painting himself black. <laughs> I am just fucking... He's painting a T-shirt on himself. And, and, and that's am how am he manages totally to get black.
1: over the... Um, that's how he manages to get over the carbon monoxide sensor as well because he gets Danny DeVito or painted black to hide down in the cellar and when she presses the button, he like plays the same note on a recorder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just... You know, and it's one of those things with, the, with this show is like, how did you come up with this idea? How did you how do you get to the point where you're generating this this t- i mean it's a it's a great process and i love i love that someone thought about all these things you know and then put them on screen and ordered makeup and got someone to paint Danny DeVito you know in in, mm-hmm. in black paint so we could hide in the shadows like that's all funny <laughs> stuff there's also as well in this episode a pretty Pretty accomplished little sequence of about seven or eight minutes. I think it's ten
1: minutes, is it not? Something like that, where it's all like one scene, sort of a thing.
0: Yeah, so it's 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 a it's one take, one take tracking shot, and we basically get to run around following Charlie Mm -hmm. um, to see like all of the things that he has to do once the health inspectors there, or but just slightly before as well. Mm-hmm. and it's like it's like a proper I think it must be one of the reasons why this episode is so highly regarded because it's really just from a technical point of view mm-hmm. like it's really accomplished to, to do this in a yeah. cheap as shit like scrubby mm-hmm. TV show that isn't necessarily you wouldn't think it would be working at this type of level
1: no I mean it It doesn't have the budget of other kind of shows of, of this type I mean it maybe does now because obviously they're kind of well established now and like I say, they're now going to be doing apparently 18 seasons, which seems ridiculous to me. Um, yeah. yeah. Because you know, I stopped watching this when was, well, I mean, it can't be that long ago because season 13, I guess, but well, we'll I'm now two here. seasons behind.
0: We'll maybe need to get back to it. So the, 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 this, this shot then, um, the director, uh, whose uh, name is uh, Matt Shankman, he was talking about this and saying the kind of logistical challenge now the thing that I noticed the, the, the first thing I noticed is the transition from inside the bar to outside in the in the street now obviously inside the bar will be on a studio in outside is outside that pub in LA wherever it is it's not really in Philadelphia and there's a cool bit where you see like the door closes and then opens again and, and the, I noticed the change in the door it being from mm-hmm. here's the outside of the door to where the inside is and so there's like as much as there's a, a little, I think there's a few little digital tricks they use. It's kind of like old fashioned as well. You know, it's it's like mm-hmm. an old fashioned um, type of effect here. And, and and you see that a lot, quite quite a lot, where they're passing through, and they have a, like a wall, and then they the, it pauses at the wall for a second, and then from there we move on to another. So I don't think it's actually one continuous shot. I think it's I don't think it is one no. continuous sequence with lots yeah. of long shots in it. Yeah, but it's like. That's hard to do. That's hard mm-hmm. to do, you know. Um,
1: and I think... And and a lot of the weight of the episode is on Charlie Day. Like, he puts, like, all the groundwork in, in this episode. Yeah. The rest of them kind of are in bits. Like, I think he's in
0: every scene almost, I would say. Yeah, I think so. And as as we've said, he's kind of doing more of the heavy lifting in terms of, uh, mm-hmm. like, being the sensible one for once. And that's... Because you, you really get the sense of, like...
1: How frantic he is and stuff with the camera work, because it's almost running after him, like it's having to run to keep up with him, and he's like rushing around the bar and yeah. And again, that's unusual for this because normally there's like they do split it up, like two of them are off doing one thing, three of them are off doing another sort of a thing, and they split up the time. Whereas this one it is solely like just Charlie, and yeah, I yeah. can't think of another episode where any of the other characters do similar. I can't think of one. Maybe there is. I
0: don't know it reminds me of, um, of of you know the city, like frasier for example where mm-hmm. we have those episodes the one in the restaurant where they're running re- the running the restaurant and mm-hmm. it's not it's not that it's continuous takes but you kind of get like episodes and seasons that just they feel a bit different because of different techniques and and they they're almost trying something new and it's and mm-hmm. it's kind of like a lot of it's you know for the average viewer who's just flicking through on FX or whatever this whatever channel this this is on in the States, you wouldn't necessarily notice it. Like it's not something that but it's kind of like for the love of the production as well, just to make it an interesting thing. It's not until mm-hmm. you you're a nerd and you do it for a podcast that you might necessarily notice it. But mm-hmm. the people making the show almost are enjoying the craft as well. I really like and and I mean that episode of Frasier when they're the total farcical nonsense of them trying to run a yes. restaurant and all everything that goes on there, and it's lots of plates spinning, almost mm-hmm. literally. Yes, and mm-hmm. it ends up being one of the better episodes. And I think this mm-hmm. is probably a good example where it is also considered one of the best because of the technical stuff that's yeah. going on.
1: I must, I must say, the joke that really got me in this one was: so the driver of the truck decides he wants to eat there. And Charlie tells Dee to go and like take his order. So like all they have is these steaks that they've ordered from this driver who's delivering them. Um, and she, he comes back in, and Dee's like, "Oh, he wants a turkey burger." And Charlie's like, "We don't have turkey burger." And she's like, "Oh yeah, but he looked like a turkey burger guy. <laughs> why did? You, why, why would you offer him that? You know, we only have steak. He looks
0: like a turkey burger. Well, that's yeah, I like it. I like, <laughs> I like yeah, and and and, it, and it's it's like there's there's so many episodes of Always Sunny where it's full of stupid jokes, you know, stupid like, jokes yeah. that shouldn't necessarily be funny, and yet, like, it works, you know, because yeah. of the the strength of the characters,
1: and and it's the delivery as well, like the delivery of the lines and the acting kind of delivers it effectively. And I mean, yeah. this is the brainchild of like, I think it's Rob McLenahy and um, Glenn Howerton who yeah, developed Mac, this. Mac and Dennis. Dennis. That, I think, in yeah, the show, they yeah. they were the ones who kind of developed this, and then. Um, D, who, who I forget the name of the actress, um,
0: uh, Kate, Kate uh, Olson, yeah, Caitlin
1: Olson, Kate, yeah. um, and Charlie Day were kind of bought on. And, like, literally, I mean, the first season is just them four, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, being them four. And Danny DeVito coming in was like a stroke of genius because he just adds to it. But, I mean, there's like jokes about how, like, Charlie eats cat food and stuff. Um, that they make that it's a regular recurring joke that he eats cat food to keep cats away or something. Yes. And yes. Yeah.
0: It's yeah stuff like that. Um. And. And Rumham, Rumham. I mean, there's low. There's just so many like silly, stupid jokes. The other thing, and we're talking about the production, is like, the, the, there's something about Always Sunny that's very, I think. You know, we've spoken about how this could this would be a YouTube channel. Even maybe five years later, if if, if these guys, you know, were, were trying to mm-hmm. not be struggling actors in in LA, they would be putting stuff on YouTube and trying to do all of that. But there's something about the the way that that this is the feel of like Always Sunny, like the low rentness of it all is so mm-hmm. entertaining. And I, and what I what I appreciate watching it, ten seasons on. Is that yeah? The cameras are a bit more advanced, mm-hmm. and yeah, like there's a bit more going on in terms of some of the um, the technical technical stuff. But it still feels like a really rough and ready TV show. Yes, it does. They still
1: like kind of have that season one feel to it. They haven't forgotten the roots that they had back at the start, really. And it still rests heavily on the initial four, five, if you include Danny DeVito now, like cast members. There isn't any, like there are other cast, and again, that's something that actually kind of adds a bit of humour to it, because you've got Charlie, who's in love with the waitress, who hates him, but like they're actually married in real life, uh, Charlie Day and the woman who plays the waitress, and like in this, she just hates him, she can't stand the sight of him. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a running joke. And then you've also got Robin McClenaghy, who's now married to Caitlin Olsen, but like D's is like the butt of, butt of all of the jokes in the bar it's like sweet D she's always known she gets called a bird she looks like a bird yeah, apparently which like the they bird. find hilarious yeah um god damn it D <laughs> yeah like they, they constantly make jokes about how awful she looks and she's she'll never find anybody to love her and all this sort of stuff
0: um, and that kind of meanness is just so baked in isn't it it's so it baked is. in to always sunny in a way that's like mm-hmm. that's uh, that's that's really funny um The show was budgeted £450,000 an episode, which is is less than a third of a network standard. (laughs) And, like, you see that. And then uh, as the show progresses, I think we we do get a bit more. Now, where I switched off was there's an episode where it's Christmas and they're all, like, stuck in a room. And it's – I can't – maybe I don't know which one. But we do get, like, a little bit nuts – There's There's, there's
1: definitely like a trail off, and then I think the one that so there's an episode where they're on a flight and they're trying to beat the record for the number of drinks you could you can drink between like one place to another. Is it Wade Boggs or something, something like that? They're trying to beat his supposed record for how many drinks he could drink in this, like the, the duration of this flight. And um basically they won't let D participate because she's a woman. So then like in I think it's season thirteen, actually the most recent one I watched, like they basically redo that entire episode and it's D with a couple of her friends trying to recreate that. And it's just like, I mean, have you ever not had ideas at this point because you're just doing the same episode. Yeah. It's not it wasn't really that good the first time. Um so it's not funny now. And and things always eat themselves, don't they? You
0: they know, do. Like and I you're... think Always
1: Suddy probably is at that point. I haven't watched the most recent stuff, but
0: Probably well, our, our colleague Dave and I uh, complained about you know the characters being flanderized, and he was like, "Weren't they flanderized from like season two? You know, season two <laughs> is like a bit, maybe stretching the premise, but then they bring it back. I mean, Danny DeVito was brought on in season two, you're right, and I think the cast were the the, the creators were a bit kind of worried about that, thinking, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. we're not. It's not really that type of show where you can have like a big name, but." I think actually, and this it was a fox. It was a fox um, network note to say you need to bring mm-hmm. on someone. What about Danny DeVito? I think mm-hmm. it works really well. I think having him there is like a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a let-
1: foil, isn't he? Like the older, because he's he's the father of Dennis and D, isn't
0: he? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah,
1: that he plays the mm-hmm. yeah. Frankie's is the father of Dennis and D. But there's some fun recurring characters in this, like the waitress I've mentioned. Like, I'm not as keen on that one, but like, one that always kind of comes up is Rickety Cricket. Yeah. Who they meet him, and he was like, he was um, in love with. with D when he was a younger and he was he, he's basically a priest when they meet him and like they effectively just ruin his life. Yes. And he becomes like homeless and um like they they manage to like I think they trap him in the bar when it's on fire and he like burns the side of his face and all this sort of stuff. He's like he's like living on the street and whenever they like need somebody to do like the most degrading task possible, they just go and find Rickety cricket.
0: <laughs> and is there not is there a better thing to watch on TV than horrible people doing horrible things? Like I, I think that maybe sums up a lot of our nihilistic view of the world. But I just love. I just love watching despicable people be despicable because and it's, it's because just entertaining it's, it, and, it, you know, like...
1: It's because they all think that they are... They actually all think they're quite intelligent. Like, they have this opinion of themselves as being pretty clever and, like, working the system and all this sort of thing. And actually, they are, like, probably the biggest idiots in the world. Yeah. And they get found out in every episode.
0: And losers, too, you know. You yeah, think massive like these, losers. There's a bit later on where it's, it's like, what, three guys in their 30s don't have... 500 dollars between them you know <laughs> because they have, for some reason they need the money but it, the, it,
1: the the reason that they, they basically get away with like how they bankroll it by Frank being rich, like he's been yes. a business owner so he's rich so he like bankrolls everything and there're a couple of episodes where he like decides to stop doing that and it's like mm-hmm. the gang trying to t- trying to like come up with like a way to make him bankroll them again <laughs> yeah. basically or rob his money
0: yeah, which is which again. It's a good it's a good position for Danny mm-hmm. DeVito to be in, and I love Danny DeVito. I think he's like great. him, you know, him saying egg is just one of the funniest things in the world, and I don't really know why, but it is it is funny. You know, there's no denying that, and and all through and and all through this episode as well, he's just doing stupid shit, From painting himself effectively and flushing t-shirts down toilets. Uh, yes, and if I ever become a Hollywood actor, and very successful, and you know, kind of earn enough money that I never need to work again. If I can sign me up to these crazy, wacky, shitty TV shows where I can just do despicable things all day, like and just be disgusting, you know, when he's cutting his toenails with a knife in another episode and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, yes, that's what I want to be doing. That and it's just- like,
1: that's like, um, they get him to like be a proper, like, pig with like beer, and he's always burping and yeah, all this sort of stuff. I'm pretty sure one of like. I don't know whether it was Rob McClanahan or um, Glenn Howerton who said that, like, they like every season they keep on trying to like think of more degrading things for Danny DeVito to do, and he just keeps on going like, sure, like there's one where he like hides himself naked in a leather sofa to spy on somebody, and at like yeah. the end he like because it's so warm and it he like all sweating and just so hot and he like
0: crawls out of this. He like bursts out, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> like he's coming out of a cow. Like, like oh my god. Just, just, Bollock naked, <laughs> and then like, that I'm sure is I'm what sure it's I want them. to be doing. I want to be paid to do that.
1: And that's like what they were saying. Like, like effectively, like each season they try and come up with something more degrading for Danny DeVito to do. And they keep thinking that, like, at some point he's going to go, No, nah, I'm not doing that. This amazing like, actor who's like yeah.
0: director, producer, yeah. you know, managed his career glistening with, with and every, the every time success. he's just like, No, fuck it, I'll do it. I don't care. Good on Danny He he's, seems he's like a really good guy as well. He's Danny mm. Vito seems like a good uh, and Rob McElhenry McKenley? McKenley? Mc- whatever McClenday. his name is. McClenday. He owns Wrexham FC. Him and him and Ryan Reynolds. Owned With Ryan Wrexham. Reynolds. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Like, I've been to Wrexham. There is nothing Hollywood about that place. And these two guys come in, and actually, I think they were like uh, there was a, uh, a fundraiser for some kids who needed an adapted bathroom or whatever else. Mm-hmm. I think it was like six or seven thousand pounds and they were going you mm-hmm. know like good community thing of let's help these the, mm-hmm. this kid out and they went in and they just paid for it themselves. So I think maybe Rob McKenna just paid for it himself and just said day goes done I mean I mean that that's the thing that's, like, like in, in terms like of guys you know
1: in terms of football club money probably Rob McClenahy and um Ryan Reynolds the rich but they probably don't have like higher up football club money but for the for the league Wrexham are in like they'll have like good, good money. Um yeah. <laughs> Uh, They'll probably start they... struggling when they get higher up, but for now they're they're loaded.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's exactly what you. Uh, that's exactly. And it
1: gains you... some publicity, games of fans. Yeah, you know, I bet they. I bet the stadium's more or less sold out if it wasn't before.
0: Yeah, yeah. People I go down just
1: the... because they're there.
0: Uh, Welsh, is it like national league? I don't know where. They're in, are in, no, you? they're in
1: they're in the English football league. They're in the um, whatever the conference is called now, Vanarama National.
0: Oh, there we go. Welcome to Football Cast. And it's yeah. not even like it's good football, it's down the depths football, lower league.
1: That's where you uh, get real football, Sam. Like, yeah. On a Sunday afternoon, down the park.
0: Freezing your fucking balls 24, off. 24 stone strikers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking pass it. Come on, lads.
0: Uh,. There, there we go. I think we've uh, we've managed to get a good half an hour out plumbed, of. Uh, plumbed uh, the depths. of always, always sunny. Sunny, yeah. This is one of those fun shows. I think that's um, that's always going to be there, and I kind of like want to go back and mm-hmm. and rewatch. And
1: and I think it's probably around season ten is probably where it's worth watching up to or to push. I mean, there's some six six up to season six and seven is probably where it's good, but there's some good episodes past that, like this one. Um, but probably past season ten, it, 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 certainly season thirteen. I remember thinking like this just isn't
0: worth well. Well, if you look, if you go on Wikipedia, there's a tomato Rotten Tomatoes score per season, and it's kind of like fairly up. It's you know, it's season season four is great, season six to 11, 100 percent. Season fourteen for some reason is drops down to like eighty percent. So there's there's something going on there about season fourteen that wasn't quite as well appreciated, but. I Still. wonder
1: which one of them. Like, be, I think it's probably season thirteen because, like I say, Glenn Howerton had other things going on, and he decided he wasn't going to be in it. But he does end up being in it quite a lot. Like, yeah. there's a really weird storyline where um, Mac buys a like Dennis sex doll, so it's like literally got like a, a, a sex doll of Dennis, <laughs> and he says it's not like. For that, like he says, it's there like to replace Dennis, sort of a thing. But he has it like <laughs> creepily close around him all the time, and and it, like it's just scary really like him. But but he does Dennis in person does appear in most of the episodes. Yeah. Um, because I think they say that he goes like he, he finds out that he has an illegitimate child or something with somebody in a different city, and he decides to go and try and be a father. But he just comes back and he's like, I think it's like literally the first episode of the season. Then we're like, I thought you left to go and be a dad. He's like, Yeah, no it was shit, I'm back.
0: Amazing, amazing. Well, just just like um, just like Mac, I'm going to, I'm going to finish up this episode. I'm going to go get my Joe doll, and uh, we're going to cuddle up, <laughs> and listen to, uh, you do that. Listen to some some sweet tunes uh, as we drift off to sleep. Nothing weird about that, Joe. Nothing weird about it. Hey, you do, you do, you man. <laughs> right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.